Hello, friends. Welcome to another installment of Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation. Brought to you by Tequila Aviel. My name is Matthew Trammell. Mark Anthony Green is here, present, accounted for. Kind of. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen at home, I have a I have a crazy call. I didn't even put my headphones on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we we got we gotta hold them down this week. Yo, um, man, I need one of those uh yeah, we Jamaican some... home remedies you yeah, got. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Don't y'all like pee on hot bricks and yeah. shit oh, like that? Oh no, no, not. Isn't that a thing y'all do? <laughs> Hell no. Don't, don't y'all <laughs> today, like today take an oxtail and <laughs> today we're drinking some long weekends. So uh Avion Silver. It's Star Ruby Grapefruit Soda and a little splash of dry ginger ale. So you can uh, make one of those. There's no pee involved. Um, and uh, cheers to that. This soda says grown-up soda on it, which is pretty funny. I've never seen this before. Not too sweet. I don't like that soda. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's really good. This cocktail is awesome. Nah, man. Shout out to Sprite. <laughs> uh, I feel like if my cold were a podcast, it'd be brought to you by All-Star Weekend. Man, New I Orleans, mean, it rained. Right, it, it was a monsoon the first day. Yeah, and we walked everywhere. Fuck. And then you know I had to have is the taco meat out. Is that like a walking? Is that was that was the easiest way to get around? Yeah, and by do far. shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. We stayed, stayed in the French Quarter. That's yeah. the good thing about it. So there were a lot of like and, and the fried alligator. That shit is scrumptious. Alligator wings. Mm. Nah, dog. Ain't no alligator wings. I've seen. That's what I saw it referred to as. No fried alligator and sauce. I saw like alligator wings. That's what I've heard of. No. They're not wings. I know they're not like buffalo don't. wings aren't wings, but you know that buffalo wings are not buffalo. They're chicken. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I know that's just the name for the meal, but I assume but, that it was just fried alligator that they just called wings. Why would they call it wings if they? I'm, I didn't go to New Orleans. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I this didn't make that, it. This up. is that. This is that Brooklyn shit. Tremendo. I didn't make this. The, is that? How was it? How was it? Was it amazing? <laughs> was it delicious? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. You're going to make me sicker. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the opposite of vitamin C, Jamel. I'm literally like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I saw alligator that and I was wings, like. wings? What? I, I'm serious. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, I would eat alligator, like, without yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, But it's not alligator wings. It's more like alligator tenders. Or I'm going to hunt down whatever restaurant ref- referred to them as alligator wings and um, yeah. commit healthy arson. Yeah, you're wild. In your name. Yeah, do that. They'll never, they'll never. uh do that. They'll never, never commit such an affront to chicken. Chicken's good name again. Only, was, only one animal can have wings served I, in association with them. I was reading this ESPN article on my way over here, mm-hmm. and um, I that, realized that we don't, we don't talk about sports enough on this podcast. And this is your, completely your fault. I am handicapped in this field. Over over the the weekend of the uh, All Stars, the weekend that was in <laughs> celebration of them. Nah. Um, I discovered that I Tremel's re- like the Clyde Drexler play. Yeah, nah. I discovered that I fuck with Isaiah Thomas. I was like, yo, yeah, I fuck yeah. with him. He's like mad tiny. Yeah, little, little homie. <laughs> yeah, like so. I was just like, okay, word. He's like, dope. Yeah, and he plays for the Celtics, which is like a funny team. So I was like, all right, word. Um, but shout out to Boogie Cousins getting traded to the New Orleans Pelicans. That's what everyone's freaking out. That's what the article was about. Okay, what is, is that, uh, why so, is that? So for for layman out there, because I'm not the only one. You might be the only one. No, there's we have listeners that aren't NBA so, fanatics. So what's the deal? Uh, Why is that? New Orleans has a team called the Pelicans. They it have, wasn't always called the Pelicans. It was not. That's recent. That is recent. Um, they have a really good big man, Anthony Davis. He's the guy with the unibrow. 
he was going crazy yeah, in the game. Yeah, yeah he right. could play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the other, these are probably the two best big men in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, DeMarcus Cousins, who played on a really bad team, mm-hmm. Sacramento Kings, uh, got traded. So now they're on the same team. They also play college ball together. So it's dope. And uh, they might have the best front court. Front court is uh, the big men. Back court are your guards, right? Right. Uh, they have the best, one of the best front courts, if not the best front court uh, mm-hmm. in NBA history now. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Is DeMarcus Cousins the one that's supposed to get like $207 million? Well, they would have had to pay him uh, the super max. Yeah. So. But did that happen? Uh, it's, um, well, his contract, he's got another year and then he negotiates. So they traded him. Uh-huh. And then in a year. He'll negotiate his contract, or like at the end of the season, or something like that. Oh, okay, right, because it's the middle, because the season's not over. No, it's but the they just announced this. Yeah, All Star Weekend is right in the middle of the season. Got you. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's pretty fucking wild. Did you Did you listen to Future's album? I heard. Yeah, I heard a couple of songs on it. It's really good. I also heard that he got super jammed up, man, between the Rocco stuff and the Sierra stuff. He's like, he had to give up royalties off his like next two albums, and like a cut of touring and a cut of everything and like so support future if you really fuck with him right now because he's like in a in a I don't know how crazy it is I'm not you know but it's like that that happened and it's just a shame to see that with like him and Rocco because like that's like his man you know right. um but yeah um uh, albums yeah from what I heard the, the songs on it are dope nice like people were playing it. it yeah 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 he yeah. smashed it I feel like with future though and I'm gonna just call it now. He'll release three albums before like March. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like before right. the end of March, point. like he'll just bang these out. Like yeah. he's back. Yeah, I'm not really worried about like he had that. a com- he had a commercial. <laughs> just seeing him, seeing him like talk like on television between like a fucking like. <laughs> between like a fucking like H and R Block commercial and like fucking like unlimited data Verizon commercial, like hearing Future just be like, I release. 17 albums. I had to work for this. Like, you know, it was just so like, wow. Hendrix? Wow. That like, so... that's, it's so, you just, I was not prepared to see him cross over into that threshold right. uh, in, in prime time in that way. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it sounded cool. It sounded really good. He had like, it's you know, the standard uh, future drums, which like, at yeah, this The production's point, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on another level, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's easy to, it's easy to be that guy when it's like, when people are figuring out who you are, but then after everyone knows who you are, then you have to like come up with a whole new way to be, uh, provocative all over again. Right. Which is like what's, it's like kind of interesting with him is that he wasn't like how, what is like everything that was supposed to happen with honest is like happened now. When he's at his most just like dirty mixtape, like not commercial sounding stuff. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's like, it's exciting. It's crazy. It's crazy for him. Apparently, Brandy absolutely destroyed, like melted this R&B festival that was in LA. Soul Aquarius. Brandy? Soul Aquarius. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, I really and wanted like, to go. Yeah. And people were like, oh my God, Brandy. And like, she had like two backup dancers and like had a whole, you know, I assume they had like 30 artists up. So you, she couldn't have more than like 20 minutes, half an hour My, and just like stole the show. And I'm like, hell yeah, like Brandy. No, I'm over it. I'm, 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 how could I'm she not, that. like, how could she not in 2017, like have an amazing set, you know? 
Yeah. Like The Boy Is Mine alone. Right. Those songs. I mean, sitting on top of the world with Mace, like that like wow. that video where her and Mace are doing the routines together. I'm like, oh my God, like come on. They we said need, my man we need that. They said my man uh R. Kells crushed it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And DMX crushed it. Mm-hmm. Somehow DMX is R and B. Like that's nah, I believe nah, that fully. Nah, yes. Yeah. No. Nah, so good. Yeah. Like, like him being somehow there. he's definitely R and B. Like yo, <laughs> the spiritual a- a- aspect to it, where he, you know, you're just like the feeling is what counts. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did you see this Hurt Bay thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 You saw the video. Girl, you watch girl, a guy break up. Yeah. Whoever made that is really, really smart. If you didn't catch it, it's like a girl and a guy just break up. Wow, on, I hated uh, it. Camera. Oh, this is great. And I thought it was just, the worst thing ever made. It's the purest. It's the purest distillation of reality TV yet. You just put the camera there and let two people break up in front of the camera, and then everyone just loses their fucking minds. I, like it was foolproof idea. Shout out to the scene who I think made that. It's like genius, and is, they found is that a kind the perfect of people thing? to do it. I've zero idea. It, I have no idea. This is my first time ever seeing it was through through that, which, again, is a part of the genius of it because now, like, now how many on. people found out about that shit through right, this right, brilliant right, right. piece of content that they produced? Um, it annoyed the fuck out of me. Because <laughs> you've had that talk. You were like, damn, why? I have never on, had man. that talk. I've why never cheated. On, man? Nah, man, like, nah, Tramiel's not going to get me caught up. <laughs> I have never cheated. It was. I thought it was just silly, though. Like, I don't know. I just didn't think it was a good piece of content. Like it was, uh, I don't know what silly how. Like what do you I mean? just think it was kind of uh, buffoonish. Like the dude and the girl. Like you know, he's just kind of sitting there looking dopey, mm-hmm. and she kind of looks dopey. I, mean, I don't it, know the whole thing. It's hard. Is, it's hard to look cool when you're fucking when you're when you're feeling them things, man. When you're when you're letting it out, it's hard to be poised. Is that why they're you gonna, don't like they're Drake? They're gonna they're gonna look dopey. You know, they're gonna they're, that that that's probably why Drake seems so dopey so often. Is that he's like he's being open. You know, he's being honest. <laughs> like oh I God. get that. You know, it's not easy. Um, I just can't imagine. You know what. I can't imagine a conversation anywhere near that that I would be down to have, like, with cameras on. Like, I wouldn't Dude. even, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need, like, it's so, they were, I wonder I wonder if they got paid. I highly doubt it. I don't know, though. Ah, uh, come on. You and I both work for. Uh, but No, but I'm just saying, exactly. So how do you devote however long of hours it took for them to do that? without the, how do you just do that for free? I don't know. I wonder if they got paid. If it, they did get paid, that is fucking amazing i don't think they got paid if you could get paid, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they didn't get paid and and hey he's not gonna be able to date somebody for the rest of his life like it's over for that kid uh maybe yeah you, ne- you never know you do never know humans are unpredictable you never know man yo that'll go down as one of your great quotes <laughs> humans they, they are man. it's like you i don't i mean i can't say but you know that shit happened like we like that shit really happened you know it's like how can you turn around and watch fucking uh whatever the tattoo show is where you know everyone is just like it's all theatrics and it's all acting when you're like oh wait like they really fucking like broke up live like that's incredible like i don't know i was like this is clearly this works (laughs) for the for the for where we're at right now this works extremely well (laughs) so shout out to them man yeah shout out they do deserve a shout out regardless Mm -hmm. yeah 
I don't know, man. Regardless of me hating on it. No, no. I mean, you know, I'm sure. But even that, like any reaction is is a is a is I think, something. It counts. I think that the video outside of the social media response, because I watched it first before the mm-hmm. memes. Right, 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 right. And my reaction to that was, this is terrible and stupid. <laughs> but yeah. the memes, yeah, the memes made it. People, a, yeah, a yo, yeah, yeah. People gonna run with that. People, that's it. Gives you everything you need. There's drama, two sides, uh, just uh, just raw, just mad like raw source material to pull from. Right, you know, like it's just it, it fit. It's hilarious. Yeah, man. And and then and dude was like, I wasn't counting. And then it was just like, oh my god, oh yeah. my god, you weren't. Like I wasn't. You had there was. You just come up with any line better than that. I wasn't counting. She's like, God damn. <laughs> like, fuck. Come on, man. Have you ever been cheated on? Uh, probably. Damn, true, man. I can't. Well, I'm, I mean, uh, I can't think of a time specifically where I'm like, oh, you, like in that raw of a way, like how she described, but there was probably like, uh, like ex-boyfriends that were like too in the realm of our shit you know what i mean that like i like that i probably like didn't fuck with um but i don't know i mean for dudes it's like that's as you know that alone the threat the 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 scales are so different like this dude is like yeah i've cheated on you mad times and like <laughs> you came to my room one time and I had another girl and I told him to leave, but like I still hope we can be friends. <laughs> you know? <laughs> have you have you She's have you gone have you gone through the, the ringer? Have you, I've been cheated yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've never cheated. Right. That's good. But I also I get I I would be too stressed out. Yeah, man. It's complicated that, business. That seems you gotta you gotta have a certain like cool mm-hmm. cool factor about you to, to pull that shit off. I don't have it. Right. I mean I, I don't need like I don't know. I mean, especially now, there's like so many li- like I send I'll send the wrong text to the wrong person and it'll just be a joke and I'll be like completely like mortified right. with absolutely nothing incriminating just because there's like constantly three fucking group chats and like three different texts and like a dm thread and like you know what i mean there's just mad different lines of communication so like slipping up with that at stake you're just like god no why would you ever like how could anyone stressful yeah definitely we gotta we're gonna do a relationship uh episode that would be really really funny folks i don't know who yeah i don't know there's no there's that's funny yeah like there's no like (laughs) modern relationship experts i feel like that was a thing at one point, Amber Rose kind of models herself as. She models herself as a lot. Oh, but get it off your chest, Jamel. But I mean, you know, like actually, someone that's like, I guess, uh, like I guess Jerry Jerry tried to do that with the marriage counselor or the marriage doctor. He had some super failed show that didn't work when he was trying to do that, and then um, couples therapy that Jim Jones and Chrissy did. I don't know each one like my my television show yeah 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 yeah. that's a insane blind spot for me I just saw um I just was uh hanging out with my brother and he put me onto the uh he gave me like this ill like Amazon uh like um what's it called the stick yeah fire yeah 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 like the sling box 
where you can get all this different shit. And he's like, yo, like, he's like, fire stick sling box. Hey, yo. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's actually hey, mad yo. funny. We need like but, a um, hey, yo button. Hey, yeah, yo. but, um, and he was like so excited that there was like a 2017 version of like illegal cable that he could like uh, extol and like talk about. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, like all the movies, like, duh, like you can get everything, like, duh, 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 like, yo, what? You don't have this? What? Like, let me put, like, and I that's was just hilarious. like, oh, well, yeah, like, appreciate it. But, um, yo, the idea of illegal cable is so dope because literally the only person I know that really had illegal cable, mm-hmm. they went up, connected an actual cable to the cable line, like climbed the thing mm-hmm. and did that. And I'm just like, yo, A, that seems extremely easy to mm-hmm. steal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But B, like, we don't have anything at all. That's just as like, yeah. You could just go and take like that. Yeah. That shit's incredible. It's just the like, you know, how in at that time, like whatever technology, whatever, it was something that you bought and then you just did whatever the fuck you wanted with it once it was yours. Right. So you had like uh cable or you had or like cable existed and you were like, I have this box. Now I can just fucking do whatever I want. Or I have this VCR, I can do whatever I want with it. Or I have this cassette deck. I can do whatever I want with it. It wasn't like there was no updates. There was no login. There's nothing that tethers you to the person or the company who made it. You know what I mean? Like right. no subscription or anything like that. Right. I guess if you have cable, a subscription or whatever. But like you could have the box and then be like, all right, I'm taking this box. And now I'm going to fuck around with it so that I get everything for fucking Re- free. Remember you know? Satellite? Yeah. 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 That's, That's the thing. I have, friends that had, I have friends that had illegal cable and then um, I would like and i didn't have cable and then we got satellite and then it was like okay i feel like a little bit better about life but yeah the fact that that was like it was like oh yeah like every home will have a satellite dish on the ceiling and that's how you'll be connected to the world and somehow all that could do was beam you fucking like six versions of mtv but like the internet was still you couldn't like watch a video but you had a satellite on your roof right that's crazy yeah yeah that's so like, like that much hardware mm-hmm. for one household. Just produced so little. Yeah. Like yeah. it got like got so little done. Like, is there anything ill that you could do now with an old satellite dish? Like an old dish network satellite dish that has to be of use somehow. Do a podcast from the moon. Right. Could you broadcast? Could you set up like a pirate radio station with a satellite dish? I don't know. Maybe we should try that on air. I'm with it. I want I'm down for like heart like uh some crafts on air, yeah. like building things. <laughs> like, I'm down for that. <laughs> like, what could we like fucking, I don't know. I guess we would need the visuals, but you and I building something sounds like comedy for our audience that they deserve right. as loyal listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like us trying to like, I feel like this is the Tramel version of let's build fam. I know. Let's, let's actually build. Let's like physically build something. Yeah, definitely. Tramel, you want to do the honors? Yo, guys. Um, we got a pretty awesome guest this week. Uh, the homie Shabazz. Um, Say the government. What's the full name? I don't, I'm not, come on, man. See, I'm not a snitch like you, And you bro. can say it. I just don't know your last name. Diane, I don't know your last name. Yeah, you Varney. say it. Varney? Yeah, it rhymes with Barney. I used to get teased. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, hell yeah. So Diane <laughs> yeah. Barney, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Shabazz. Um, one of uh, 
the OG or like actually like young G show promoters in New York City, uh, fucking like way back when, when, um, I was like cutting my teeth, like reviewing random ass concerts at like SOBs and shit. Like we would be like running around and shit, like seeing each other out, like, like in the backyard at A Life and shit like that. And like, Mm -hmm. uh, she fucking, um, brought a lot of the, a lot of your favorites to New York City first. Uh, Migos, uh, fucking Kodak, um, Trinidad James, which was a crazy one. Wow, that, like, I was there. Yeah, like a lot of those shows that were just like, oh shit, like, I think you did the McConan at Westway, that was like crazy. I'm allowed or... to talk, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, allowed to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what do you I'm think? Like, this ain't Trump's Yeah, pop. like, no, hum- humble girl yeah, of great like... character, of great, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what? you know, um, and like, you know, just, yeah, like, Real excited to have her on. Um, what's good? What up? How you been? What did you want to say when you were wondering whether you were allowed to talk or not? No, I was just trying to agree to everybody. Yes. I was like, I was, when you said you were there at the Trinidad James show, I'm like, really? Was it Yo, Santos? Yep. Yo. Oh, because okay, people so get listen. it mixed up with the Williamsburg one where he said that comment and New York was mad. But I had Santos. No, nah, no. Nah, Santos. Okay. Yeah. 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 That yep. was the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I exactly. just remember there being people from every label there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That I thought was the it was like people from like Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. people from Def. It was just like so. Here's the I mean, it was like yo, that dude was rapping for a contract. Like that this, shit only happens in Ill. New York. Yeah. So this is what's like. This is kind of good, I guess, color commentary for Rich Friend for the loyal listeners. So there's like, uh, you know, over the past like couple of years or so, it's like we all sort of see it where like rappers sort of like seize the conversation, right? Or like seize the zeitgeist or whatever. It's like designer was a couple months ago. Then Ray Schremer was going crazy. Now it's Migos. And like Trinidad James, you could say, was like one of the earlier ones where it kind of went in that pattern or whatever. And like, you know, Shabazz was like one of the folks that like really had relationships in that world and was really like sort of knew those artists in a way where it wasn't like, oh, like I'm just another random person like hitting you up to try to like take advantage of you being on now, you know? And so those shows, basically what would happen was like, they would do their like first show in New York and it would basically be like a showcase, so to speak. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where like, just exactly like you said, like you have all these kids that are just super hype because the song that they've been turning up to for the past like six weekends, the dude is there. And then it's also like, oh, like Lior Cohen's there for mm-hmm. some reason. And you're just like, what the fuck? Shoot. Like what's going, you know what right. I mean? And it's so crazy. But you know what? You know, the one um, thing you say, yeah, God, the different, the difference though. And then I want to, I'm interested to, to hear how you feel about, kind of how some people made it, some people haven't. But when you look at somebody like Trinidad, the reason why is different than Migos. So like Migos are having a moment now. You have, you know, 40-year-old white dudes that are like, oh, man, Migos, like, just because they're having a big moment. Mm-hmm. But Migos' career is deeply rooted in Atlanta, and they had had hits. They had had Magic City hits. Like, there was a foundation where I feel like Trinidad, that video came out, and he was exposed to the world. Yeah. And then it was like all gold, everything. And, you know, then he was there. Like there that wasn't. That's a difference, yeah. Yeah, there was no like foundation laid, you know, whereas like Ray Schremer and, and Migos had that foundation. But when you look at somebody like Trinidad, I mean, you facilitate, facilitated this big moment for him. Yeah. Do you, are you happy with how things turned out? I know some people probably think, you know, 
it was he was a one hit wonder. But what I do think you think? He was a sacrifice for a lot of these Atlanta artists to come. That's a through. good way to put it. Yeah, it's like because if you think about it, like the Migos are different, but even like McConan mm-hmm. at the time, who was making music. See, the only th- the only difference with Trinidad is like people. He was open to say that, like, oh, I wasn't making music for long. Like I just started mm-hmm. doing it. So a lot of people did take that and run with it. And then you came out with a song like All Go Everything in that video. Mm-hmm. It was so like gimmicky mm-hmm. for lack of better words or whatever. Like you don't get a Yachty without having Trinidad. Yeah. yeah because, wow, 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 yeah. wow. This is so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, you know, if Trinidad didn't go through all that and you know, it was so much pressure to follow up with another single or whatever and that song was so big. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well it kind of, after that it was kind of like, okay, well who cares what the backstory is? You know, we'll get there when it comes to the second, third, single or whatever but like Mm -hmm. for the most part you know this is the song that's going right now we're gonna ride with it Mm because even like oh like Lil Yachty for instance like he was making music to a little certain degree but you know the type of music he makes is not he still gets attacked you know what I'm saying but like it's like okay well he got a fan base he just gotta accept it you know, mm-hmm. but Trinidad didn't really he didn't have, have that. that. Yeah, you know, it was just all the hype. So mm-hmm. it was like okay. Mm-hmm. And, and in and in hindsight, motherfuckers cannot deny that all gold everything was a joint. That joint. We would not have the was Bruno dope. Mars record without that. Period. Right. And I also think that the, the it video was was, was super dope, mm-hmm. amazing. And the it's video like, was very dope. Like you remember, like like I remember, like not knowing shit about it and being in a whip with somebody and they just had the shit on repeat just in that same you know what i mean that's yeah. like before people were talking about aux chords before the whole language right. around right. how we talk about that shit happened it was just like i don't know anything about this but this song is just crazy and you just hear that drop and just hear the way he was like on it and what he was talking about and like hipster bitches that shop at lennox and you don't know what he's talking about if you're not from the, you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean and you're if like you do you're like Ooh. yeah so it's like exactly it's like that whole thing of just like Hey guys, like it's not just like uh, I don't even. It's not just Ti or yeah. whatever. It's like there's kids that have like a whole different context of what the South right. can be. Yeah. It can be colorful and weird, just like all these other regions have their weird shit. You know, right. which is just crazy. You know what I thought was cool? A, a progressive moment in hip hop is when McConan came out. Mm-hmm. No one seemed to care. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a progressive moment. Like. But I mean, that people, should be the reaction. Said it didn't care, no reaction. but they're being rude with it. It's like, come on, if you could, you don't know what his personal struggles are. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Yeah, that was rude. Yeah, if but, you were like, we did, don't care, but they weren't making a big deal out of it, like mm-hmm. in a bad way. That that's that was good. Which it wasn't like was it wasn't like, oh fuck him because yeah. he's whatever. It was like, oh, we been knew you was gay, yeah. and we still like, rocked with your music. I thought right, I think McCombs right, dope. Yeah. Right, brilliant. But I feel brilliant. like they knew he was gay for like the wrong reasons, just because his mannerisms. Like he could have still been straight. He could be bisexual. Yo, again, like. That was fucking like we were, you know, we were there like fucking basically we were writing about McConan very early at Fader when I was there. Mm -hmm. And I can say firsthand that the conversations were was nothing that had to do with like, oh, is this like, you know, is this like a queer rapper? Does this have something to do with like sexuality? It was like, yo, I've never heard anything like this. This dude sounds like Bismarcky meets fucking I don't know what like. He, Sarah is one of the best love songs I've just ever heard. Mm-hmm. Right. No matter what your fucking orientation is, right. you just this dude knows how to write love songs right. and also knows how to write songs about selling dope. <laughs> just like, right. this is crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was definitely wild to see, like, it would have almost been, I almost like, I didn't expect him to ever say anything. Yeah. You know I'm, what I mean? Like, I didn't, like, so it was, that was wild to see too, but. 
Um, but it's so, you know, it's dope to have you here because like, like we said, like there's so much about how not only Southern hip hop right now, but how Southern hip hop moves outside of the South, I think is very important to why like shit sounds the way it does and Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. So it's not just like, you know, you have somebody like, um, fucking like somebody like bankroll r.i.p or like uh peewee Longway or the people that are like if you're in the south or skip it a flip but like if you're in the south then you know they're really the illest and people pull from them but the mm-hmm. stuff that makes it outside is like needs another kind of element to it or something yeah you know, maybe, like a meme you know? something so meme what is, friendly. yeah, yeah you what's know what that I mean? element like, what is it they need like meme friendly like i was like peewee Longway, for instance like i'd be thinking about um people in new york or outside atlanta that support him like it'll be photos of his face because you know he has like a funny smile or like a big smile rather just gold teeth and it's like you know it gotta be like a gimmick to them or something that's meme worthy or something like even 21 if 21 did not have that cross on his forehead like the music he would have took off eventually but like it's a knife and all that kind of stuff like come on it's a knife I mean yeah yeah, definitely definitely it's it's true it's a podcast (laughs) it's an avion tequila that is a funny meme it's one of my favorites yeah it's really good the the Ray Schremer kids they wouldn't have had the number one song if it weren't for the the mannequin challenge. I mean, that's weird with them too, because no flex zone was just a joint. Yeah. Oh, they got they got joints. Like that, you yeah, know? and no type. I feel like one of those records were number one or mm-hmm. something. It didn't. I'm, oh, didn't it? Okay. Their yeah, first I mean, number. Clearly, you, it's a lot harder to get a number one than people make it seem. Yeah. Which I mean, is why it's insane. Designer has one. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, he, well, I mean, within handed. this window that we're talking about, it changed from hard copies to digital copies to streams. Right. Like when Trinidad James came out, you weren't getting platinum off of streams. Right. That wasn't That's counted that point. way. So it's like the whole, you know what I mean? It's just so much has shifted in this mm. weird window. Shabazz, like for those that don't know, how did you kind of get your start in this? Like what, like what's your background and what made you want to like work in music in this way? So I attended NCCU, North mm-hmm. Carolina Central University. And um, I remember I wanted to go to A&T, but I went to Central ultimately because they accepted me. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and I remember hearing that they had a hip hop class, that mm-hmm. Knife Wonder and Kid from Kid and Play taught. And That's I'm like, crazy. oh, yeah. And I came in spring semester, but the I came in 08 of spring. And yeah. then... um. Or spring of 08. And, um, that fall semester, I remember there was like talk about like Lupe walking around because there was a studio on campus. So Knife will record with everybody and it'll be Knife for Little Brother, but I don't think anybody, I don't know. But yeah, Knife Wonder the producer. And, um, I so hope he, motherfuckers know who Knife Wonder is. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> like, they don't know who we are and not know who Knife yeah, like, yeah. is. Yeah, like, I pray to God. Like, yeah, you did threats, Jay Z. Come on. Guys. Yeah, I'm but like, yeah, go ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they had that class and of course, you know, there was a whole lot of hip hop heads in that class. I took it. That's used crazy. To stand up and stand out and everything, you know, hip hop mm-hmm. history. Um, and then I remember there was some type of, um, what do you call it? I don't know. Like all hip hop came to our school. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of other different people that are in the industry or whatever, but I got an internship with them or whatever. It was working remote and then used those writing clips to, um, I was initially in the media game. So I wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to be a writer. So I was interning for them and I used those clips to get something at Vibe. Shout out to Mikey because he didn't even know me, even though I'm here in New York now, oh, but yeah, I was Mikey just a, a little sophomore or something. And I emailed him like, yo, let me write for Vibe. And he gave me a chance. That um went on to MTV UK, had a series, Verbal Intercourse, you remember mm-hmm. that for hell people yeah, interview? Yeah, and that, yeah, that's kind of yeah, like, yo, Shamel, yeah, you, yeah. Yo, you already know. Hell yeah. And then long story short, I think for me doing underground PR um for like a, a lot of underground artists, um, I got a lot of contacts and Twitter had just started around like 
0809 and it was like yo it's easy to find a person from billboard it's easy to find the person from two dope boys and all the other blogs that mattered i got their contacts and then i started doing pr for underground people and from there i kind of like kind of got away from writing and then i moved to new york in 2011 and um interned for cornerstone fader um Ended up being like a standout PR, toot toot, not PR, intern, mm-hmm. toot toot beat beat because I used to work their VIP doors and everything like that. <laughs> like you had to know me if you wanted to try to sneak in or something, you know, capacity doors. And then from there, um, between working the doors for them and me being out and about in the like the, like the LES downtown scene in New York, it kind of just, you know, I had the best of both worlds, the industry side and the industry side. And then I started doing events, Trinidad James, um, which initially before that event, I had a CMJ show. And I remember I had I had SZA on there. Who else? Um, the Underachievers, 2-9. A lot of people. This was 2012, I think. And that show got shut down. It was a complete shit show. And um, from there, that's why I was like, yo, Trinidad, you saw how that was. He couldn't even enter that party. And it was the week that All Goat Everything video came out. So it was crazy hype. I'm like, yo, you couldn't even get in. Let's do it again. You see my potential. And then that's how I got his debut show. Coach K, I don't, I forget how Coach K found out about me. He got me to Migos. And then he got me OG Mako. And then he got me McConan. And then from there, that was like a, a year and some change. It's like you had to know Shabazz if you're like a, especially if you're like a Southern artist or whatever. Right, trying to break. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I have my PR background and then I have this like real cultural following. So it would be like the best of both worlds. It would be like the hipster kids that don't really do anything for a living, but they'd be at all the popping parties. <laughs> like to be, to be completely honest, they just look cool. And then you would have the, you would have your executives like Leora Cohen and booking agencies and all that kind of That's stuff. Right. So. That's crazy. Yep, and then that's where I'm at now. OG Macro owes Trinidad James a check. Because I just think you would you get like what we were saying, you get an OG Macro. Like You know what's crazy? And it's funny you say that, because I hope like some of those folks hear this podcast, because like there was an argument with OG Macro and um Uzi on Twitter like last mm-hmm. year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh Macro said Uzi Pete, like everyone like my- <laughs> that's that, that's that age group. Yeah, I can't say I yeah, completely agree with like, that. They, like not not in a bad way, but I just I like no. they had this thing called uh I remember father and them used to talk about it. What was it, Survivor Atlanta? Yeah. Like, where it was just, like, <laughs> constant turmoil between, like, different factions in Atlanta. Yeah. It was just so, like, watching an- watching from afar is very entertaining. I and will that's say another to y'all. Thing, Shout out to y'all. With Trinidad, I feel like Trinidad, you know, he was on um, Think It's a Game, which is the same management and the label as Rich Homie Quan. So, uh-huh. it would have, like, I would say, you know, they have a more, like, traditional Atlanta urban street sense to the thing. But right, right, before, right. Because Trinidad had like that fashion sense. He definitely opened doors for these hipster artists in Atlanta too, right. like the McConans and all that, right. and even OG Macko. Like, because you know, Migos, they we you know hipsters love them, but they they but it's different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. They're street, yeah, it's different. Not even street arts, but you know what I mean. They're, yeah, they're really but fun. like yeah, if Trinidad didn't come out. It wouldn't even have any of these people. But yeah, I don't know. So, but to say um, he owes Trinidad a check, that would be very interesting or whatever or credit whatever you said yeah. he owes him his yeah. dues that would be interesting to, to um, discuss because of course you know him and Uzi were just going at it right whatever. and it's that's like multiple degrees yeah Pat, you know like it's, like, <laughs> it's so wild yo yeah. that's so crazy even uh, I mean OG Mako even like that joint I remember uh, when it like he was around before that joint took off yeah before you guessed it you know um, yeah 
But the, I'm saying the rapping style, like Trinidad James was very but, uh, unorthodox. Yeah, but he was way more smooth with it. He was on some like Jerome from the yeah, like, exactly. Or yeah. not Jerome. Um, yeah, what's Jerome. his name? Player, player from the Himalaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jerome. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like fucking uh, OG Mako was trying to be like, or at least trying to position Spaz, himself yeah. on some like punk shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I scream yeah. and yeah, like yeah, I yeah. like whatever. And this Bitch, is like yeah. right. So you it guess was it real wasn't even you know the record he wanted to break with. He wanted to break with. Well, I don't know what he wanted to break with, but he actually could rap. Mm-hmm. You know. So he got, I don't, you know. Right. And that's was also, that's another thing that's like, it's interesting to talk to you as someone that I know you talk to a lot of these dudes. Like a lot of, like some of these dudes can rap in the way that people say, oh, that you, if you can't rap like this, then you can't rap. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What One of the first things that really, that I was like going hard for uh, Made in Tokyo, like when I really started fucking with him, when I first heard his shit. Is that I could just tell by what he was saying, even though the way that he was saying it was like in a more slow kind of bouncy, like hook, like flow. Like he could like if you put on like a fucking beat from volume one and you were like spit 16 bars, he could rap just like that. Right. But he just doesn't. And I think that's a difference that people don't really get at. Is I that, like that you point that out. Yeah, like some of these dudes rap like that on purpose because mm-hmm. they, they, you know, either they want to or they think it's better. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and they know that's what people, the youth and people right, want. Right, 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 like, right. There's so many people. And that's kind of annoying. You know, I'm actually really proud of Tokyo. Like, mm-hmm. I met him some years ago as Malcolm, and he was with Nitty Scott at PNC Radio. Word. It, it, shoot, 2012. Did it? I knew he was an artist, but... Uh, I forget what it was. He was just releasing songs here and there. But like, yeah, you know, he's another one that can rap mm-hmm. and just plays a game right now. Mm-hmm. And he, I like the way he's playing the game because I love. All, he's like one of my top three. Because the song is still dope. It's like you yeah. can just tell he's still saying ill shit. It's mm-hmm. just in the sound that's like what's on the palette right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is wild. Yeah. Um, but so I guess like what like you know as somebody who. Um, not only like you know came up whatever and like it's just such a it's so bugged out to think that. Before all of this, like you were in the South mm-hmm. learning from a dude like Ninth Wonder, who was the producer for Lil Brother, who is like arguably the most like cherished mm-hmm. like backpacker yeah. dude. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Like the whole shit was reversed. Like I remember when Ninth, when that, when news of that class came out and it was around the same time I was at, or I think I was applying to NYU at that time to try to uh, go to the Clive Davis school. And just so the idea of like, music industry shit in undergrad programs mm-hmm. was like oh people are really doing it now you know what i mean so yeah. like what was what was going on then like what 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 were those classes like like what you know what i mean like they were really tight we would do stuff about samples yeah. of course going through the different eras and um he didn't bring anybody right as a guest while i was like when i and you know what's funny i actually failed it was so funny i got like an f one semester and then got Hell an yeah. a the other one Hell and it was yeah. still you know like last assignment like of course nobody took it serious but it was like what but i took it over again <laughs> And of course, I'm like, okay, wow, from an F to an A. Like, I'll yeah. be glad to say that I didn't really care for school mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, I love that class. Yeah, man, it takes you know people yeah. get to it how they get to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was just um, it was really cool. He didn't bring anybody cool mm-hmm. during um my semesters mm-hmm. there, but it was really cool because um my first client was um an artist. Well, it was a group that was signed to him. They're no longer together, but their name was like M1 Platoon, and they were actually like. 
on two dope boys back in like oh well like oh eight mm-hmm. oh seven oh eight or whatever and i'm like oh shoot so y'all already got something going on or whatever right, but right, it really right. taught me a lot and you got to, everybody would be surprised to know that like during that time during my college days i was not really trapped out like the trapped out shabazz is from charlotte north carolina like that's my <laughs> high school days when i was in school i really was on my boom bap shit like it yeah. was really i listened to nothing but reggae like roots and dub word, reggae word. and uh, like old school um a Tribe Called Quest and everything like Word. like Butter would get played like it was it would come on all the time on my Wait, iPod Wait, but talk show. more about Trapped Out High School yeah. what was going on then? That, was, so originally I'm from um, Orange County, California um, I was born out there and I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina when I was 10 What high school did you go to? Um, I went to Vance Okay Yeah and so yeah Charlotte really shaped me um, and that's like I remember the summer I came to Charlotte, I remember like um, Wobble and Shake It came out by the 504 Boys. <laughs> it was so Yo, many Southern if songs. If y'all could have seen Mark Anthony's face just now, he just had 12 flashbacks. Yo, <laughs> I remember many amazing moments. The I song is to, like three minutes and 40 seconds. Yes. And some some of my best three minutes and 40 it, seconds. It Rock the Boat by Master P. Like all them Jesus songs was running Christ. like Rap City and like, uh, you know, all the little music BT shows. Mm. So I, I really had to like, it was like a... What's the word I'm looking for? It was weird because I like it was a golden era. It was, yeah, because it was... I grew up around in California. I grew up around um, nothing but like Asians and Mexicans, like literally Mexicans. There was mm. not that many black folks. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, it's not like LA or whatever. So it was kind of a culture shock. I was gonna say it was like a culture shock a little mm. bit because um, the only black kids that are like that I knew in California were like actually African. Like mm-hmm. my parents are Liberian, so first generation Liberian American, and they'll be my cousins or whatever. So. You know, but I didn't really know. Then you know, go into the heart and soul. Yeah, I didn't really know like, black yeah, Americans like right, that. Like, right. I got teased for talking proper and everything like that. Like, uh-huh. that's why my, my accent goes all over the place sometimes. But it was really cool. Um, Charlotte really shaped me. And then I'm actually responsible for putting on a lot of my friends to Gucci Man or whatever. Shout out to Gucci mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mixtape was it? Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't even remember. Uh, what's some Trapper Hollis what do you What do you think about Gucci's, uh, the new Gucci? I love it. We need that. We yeah. knew that. And that, you know, one thing that I loved aside from his like whole like fitness turnover, he posted a photo with some hip hop legend. I remember tweeting about it. I can't remember. He saw somebody. It was like, um, it wasn't Chuck D. It was somebody like that, right, like a pioneer. Right, right, right. And it was like, it was good. Like he posted it on Instagram and we needed it. And I remember I tweeted the screenshot and it got a, you know, some retweets or whatever. I'm like, yo, good because. I know we're probably going to get there, but like this new millennial era of rappers yeah. and I, I cannot stand the disrespect mm-hmm. or none of that. Like it's wow. not cool. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. you know, so I love it. Like even that, I don't care if it was, I don't care. It's interesting that you don't find it, that you find it as a disrespect. Oh yeah. When Lil Yachty says, I don't listen to B. I oh yeah. I don't, I don't that shit is just weird, bro. Yeah. Cause again, it's like what you're talking about. And I feel like for anyone our age, it's like we, went back and listened to shit exactly. and was like, oh, this album is dope. This album, I don't really... Oh, Daylight, that, that's okay. We're not like, that much older than them. You, give, you feel what I'm all, saying? And it's like, our 20s. it's you just a part 30s. of what you did. You're like, yeah. let me go listen to some old shit and see what I think of it at least. Right. You, right? But I think that... Okay. And then they just... I, I and then disagree it just got with y'all weird. a little bit. The reason why mm. I disagree a little but bit. You fuck with, but you love Outkast, right? I love Outkast, but I lived during Outkast time. Yeah, but you lived during, like, Miss Jackson. Right. Yeah, you didn't live. You were like, I live. I lived through that too. But you get what I'm saying. I understand. It's like, like, like Tribe Called Quest. You I could was, be unaware without being disrespectful. Yeah. Then you okay, come. But with, all I'm saying is that okay. what what these kids are saying, and I do, and I do think that this has to have some validity. Mm-hmm. Shabazz is shaking her head at me. Hold on, let me get it out. Let me get it out, Bass. 
I'm like, you're Lil Yachty, right? You're, mm. you're, what is the kid? 19? What the mm. fuck is Lil Yachty, right? He says, I lived through Drake era. Drake me- meant everything to me. I personally, like, I, I think Q-Tip is a genius. I thought the new Tribe record was great. Mm-hmm. I think old Tribe records are great. But when I talk about, like, hip hop and groups, I think of Outkast. I wouldn't even compare the two. I think that Andre 2000 is so much better than any, like, and I think that's just because of how I was born. I know I have some OGs, and they're like, how could you even say that? That's ludicrous. It's, tribe is everything. No pun intended. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you, <laughs> all we, I'm saying, we know Bob Marley, right? Everybody yeah, of course. Knows. But Bob Marley's Thank Bob, you. But Bob, we know all the legends. But no, 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 no. Thank you. But we know the music. It's a reach. But, but you know it's a reach. It's yeah. all the kid is trying to say. And we never fault him for not for being ineloquent other times. All he's trying to say is that this don't mean nothing to me. It's less, and I think that that's fair. It's less about uh, one dude specifically and more about a generational yeah. thing, which is just to say, if we were thinking in high school, right? If your class of uh, 08... And you're looking at class of uh, 2011 or some shit, you know? And you're like, oh, what's the differences between the senior class and the freshman class? Oh, the freshmen are so weird. They be da 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 right? I'm just like, it's weird to me that, like, just exactly as you put it, it's almost a part of, like, getting older and becoming, like, a teenager into your late teens and fucking coming of age and trying to see what dope movies used to be out or what whatever used to be out. And you, like, go back to listen to shit just to satisfy your own curiosity about what like but, adolescence but, and young adult but he's listened to it again he just but this is what like nah, no 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 no. first of all mm-hmm. first of all again i'm not talking about one person i'm talking about ge- his fans too i'm talking about generation wide and mm-hmm. two he literally did say like oh i didn't listen to that so my only thing is now especially when if i want to get into like if i want to listen to a fucking uh uh fucking um like alanis morissette if I want to right. listen to like the Velvet Underground, if I want to listen to some shit that if I was, if it was 1998 and I went to a record store and they didn't have it, I couldn't listen to it. Now right. you can literally listen to everything. I understand what you're How saying. How could you possibly you, not want to? Because, you know what I mean? But, like, you're, but you're a music nerd. You're kind of like, it's totally different for you. These these kids are reacting. a rapper? Than someone who makes music? No, no, no. no. We're talking, I'm talking about the generation. I'm talking about it's the kids you're talking about. They don't have to go about it. Talk Shabazz. You the guest. Go ahead. You know what? I wish Ray Shimmer. Uh, so apparently, you know, they're not as young as people thought they were. They are not as young as people I wish they were so much. They are basically Tramel's age. Because when you throw on a beat, they Mm -hmm. will freestyle. They will give you the bars. It don't matter what cadence of flow it is. You know what I'm saying? They don't like even Uzi. Like I love all these artists. You know, I put I've done their shows or whatever. But it's like, uh, it's like, yo, come on, like you, you need to be, you need to know how to rap over a primo beat. Like, come on, like or premiere beat, whatever. You know, come on, right? Like you got be versatile or whatever, or or figure out how to use your yeah flow over that. Like just don't, just don't be disrespectful. And then there was a there was a um, why. Because Why? I mean, the, and then you know what's funny? Yachty did a interview, a big piece with MTV recently, and was like, "Oh, Rock doesn't do this. Like, you don't see Paramore and like Fallout Boy or whoever he mentioned doing this to the greats." I'm like, Paramore "Well, Paramore and Fallout." Go ahead, go ahead. They were ba- ahead, basically saying like, "You don't see the young, you know, the Being little like this isn't whatever enough." Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? But it's like they. I'm pretty sure if if I was really into that, I'm pretty sure they like pay mad homage. Come on now, you of know course. what I'm saying? If you're like, if you're trying to be like, oh, I'm punk, and you're like, oh, what? Like, you don't know X, Y, Z, or you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm fucking whatever. It's like, oh, okay, word. Like, who are the pixies? Who are the raincoats? Who are talking heads? You don't know 
about that shit? Why are you speaking right now? Like, you know what I mean? You especially like now where it's like motherfuckers wearing shirts of bands. I want to say that was what like, you know, so it's like, yeah, like that, you can't attack for that. It's almost yeah. like it's almost but, like but, you're being it's it's a cop out. But he you know? knows. But he knows what he's claiming to be, which is a rapper from Atlanta. If you ask him about Outkast, he has real things to say. People asked him about Biggie. They asked his fans about Biggie. And they don't know. He don't know, and he don't care. I personally think that's kind of nothing wrong with that. But you have to know, like even me, like I, Dog. I have. If Young Ma said, "Yo, I don't know shit about Outkast," I'd be like, "Cool, that's fine." But You're even, wrong. I did. Andre's my favorite rapper of all time. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that slithery ass it's point. It's not. It's I'll not give a. Sl- you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give it's you that. It's not slithery. I'll give you that. I'm just saying, like, I'll give yo, you that. these kids don't have to care. Like. I think the people it it breaks my reach, heart, but I'll give it you that. breaks my heart for someone to say, "I don't listen to Outkast. I don't care about Outkast." But that's 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 kind of okay. But I'm pretty sure they respect them, though. I don't think. I, but, they... but 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 little yachty, Dog, Lose, let somebody none from, of them let have somebody said, from Atlanta, I don't respect. Let somebody from Atlanta come out and be like, "Yo, Andre, I don't know. Pfft, fuck, like I don't like Andre. Like you mean somebody from New York? Nah, I'm saying my point is yeah. what you're talking about. You're saying like, oh, it would be heartbreaking if someone didn't fuck with outcast right when it's like from like when it's presented as like a like i don't know i don't see this age thing as like oh yeah well it's fine because yeah. it's just like whatever like you're young so it just doesn't matter because that was never an excuse give for me a any, 20 year gap you know? or something yeah like it's, it's, too, it's, it's yeah, like soon. it's not like that shit is but you gotta know it front to back big, but just be respectful but, but okay how many years ago did big die you know, I'm, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, it's, Mag, Mag is so reaching, so I'm so not, crazy. I'm not, I'm just saying. <laughs> think about nerves. this kid. Think about this kid. Big hasn't rapped in 20 years. R.I.P. He's a legend. He's but they're the classic of all time. songs. Like you know, you be at parties, you go through your new and he's New York heard set. Those. Even in down south, in in Charlotte, we still got the little New York set. You still got, you still gonna hear Juicy. And those, the same and those thing. Then yeah. keep going, keep going. Okay, but Seriously. none of those, none of, none of those it's, meant anything to him. But it doesn't have to mean anything. It's a, like okay, I was. Why does he have to? Why does he doesn't have to? He doesn't have to care. He doesn't have to act like he's a fan. He doesn't got to know the songs front to back. But you know, we celebrate this man's birthday. Same with Tupac. Same, yeah, yeah Tupac and Big. Yeah. You know, we celebrate their birthday and their death. There's always a thing on Twitter and social media. You know this. Just like Bob Marley and all the other whoever. Respect it. Bob Marley's, okay. Bob Marley's a good ass. Yeah. Point. Okay. Come how about on, Bob Marley's a terrible point? Bob Marley no. took a bullet for his people. Okay. No, Bob Marley, you died, cannot though. compare. No, 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 no. You no, can. You reaching super hard because we're talking about music and yeah. awareness. No, no, no. Music. Okay. What I'm saying is Bob Marley should be celebrated the same way Muhammad Ali is celebrated, which is yes, he did a primary thing, which Muhammad Ali would be boxing, Bob Marley would be music. But why they are so important is so much bigger than that. Of course. Bob, okay. So what I'm saying, but let's not. Wise. But you can't. Every, but what I'm saying is that plays right. into it. You could compare Biggie to Pac. You could compare this dude him is just slithery. You see how he looks? No, I have facts. You, look just, you, you know? have alternative facts. Mm. You can't he compare alternative facts. You have That's alternative the first facts. Time. I'm like, wow. Wow. Listen, listen, listen. All I'm saying <laughs> is that you can't compare Biggie to motherfucking Bob Marley. You wow. cannot. Not music wise, but essence wise and legendary wise. Yes. I don't. Just, that, just, what just, I'm saying is, if I'm coming to hip hop, like even okay, okay. What if someone? If what if a 17 year old looks at you tomorrow and is like, "Yo, Bob Marley don't matter to me. Mm. I don't like that. Don't matter to me." Then, then, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where's the, where's How the scale? How do you say, I like, would say, oh, like, I would say, have you listened to Bob Marley? If they're like, no. And I was, okay, listen, first of all, <laughs> they're going to be like, no. Okay, if they're like, no, that's fine. But again, what I'm saying is using Bob Marley's bad to me because what I would say is Bob Marley was bigger than music. To, so no no disrespect still, to Big, and I live in Brooklyn, 
And so I why, get, so why, so big notorious B.I.G. didn't do shit but rap and make good songs. But even too, so okay, you so can't Tupac compare him to Tupac. Tupac is better. Fine. Okay. He didn't know if much somebody about Tupac says either. that if 17 year old says, I don't give a fuck about Tupac or they say, I don't give a fuck about big. I say, cool. I understand that. How you doing? How's your day? It's cool. They just that doesn't respect. offend Be me at all. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all are in hip hop at the end of the day, and I'm not for everybody wanting to be. I don't care. Yeah, black folks um, created rock. Okay, whatever. Hip hop is ours right now. Just be freaking respectful. Okay, let me just say one last thing, and then I'm gonna y'all let this rapping. Go. If you because I because I don't want. I think I think Shabazz will fight me, and I'm not no. trying to get beat up in the studio. No. I'm so glad she's here. So yeah, I, don't I know have to say exactly, exactly. <laughs> As someone who interviews people for a living and so often I spend the majority of my time trying to get them to break through this like uh rehearsed set of answers that are staged and not real you try to get a real conversation with somebody Tramel and I do that every single day right yeah I do it well thank you why thank you why thank you it's about time (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't you rather that kid I got the perfect answer. Say this. how he truly feels. Uh-huh. And if he had to say it, fuck Biggie. Uh-huh. Whatever. None of the none of them have ever said that. Uh-huh. Now fans, the fans are gonna be extreme, whatever, whatever. 21, uh-huh. Uzi, all of them have been asked since Yachty said what he said, and uh-huh. none of them have ever said something that was disrespectful. They just don't care. They're just not fans. I don't agree with the way Uzi at- reacted on High 97 with that with that being. You know the answer to that. What question did he say? Is? What did he say? I don't want to get too much off topic. You know, you know, you know the answer to that question is, and then, and then we'll switch gears. Yeah. Um, I think that that answer is the exact opposite of that truth that you and I and anybody else asking a question is trying to get at. I think that that's like from which we've gotten into on Rich Friend before. I think that's just from the school of media pr- provocation and from the school of like, I know if I, I say this, right? I know when when Lil B is like, I'm a pretty bitch. It's just going to fuck people's heads up and they're going to talk about it. And he goes on ESPN in earrings and a dress mm-hmm. and it's going to fuck people up and they're going to talk about it. And that's why Lil B is the fucking god of this. And that's why we all have to salute him. And when Trinidad James has a fucking puppy in his hand, he knows people are going to talk about it. And when Lil Yachty has red hair and when he says fuck Biggie, he knows people are going to talk. That's what I'm saying is that but he it's not. Said fuck this is, but he said my he doesn't point like is, him. He doesn't listen to him. You Okay, perfect. My point still is that... That provocation only goes, it only carries so much weight. And then after a certain point, it's just like, all right, like we, people that know can see through it. And it's like, when it's people like her that are like, before you was even around, I was here like right. figuring out who was going to play where, when, you know what I mean? It's okay, like, let me ask you a question. You know, let me ask that, you a question. Nah, but that was your last question on that subject because we got to switch gears. Man, this is my motherfucking got, podcast, we only got man. the homie here for so long. Shabazz, <laughs> thank Shabazz, you again. Hang out. Shout out to uh, Tequila Avion. Yes. Now. <laughs> so also, nah, so also. Shoulders, shoulders, shoulders. I mean, so we wanted to bring you on here for uh, like, um, not, this is not the only reason, but. Um, recently you also ran a story on, uh, Electric Circus, which is your, uh, site that you now are kind of doing a bit more editorial stuff on. Mm-hmm. And you wrote about, um, another side of what we talk about a lot when we talk about this space, which is how, uh, gender and sexism and these kind of things play out when we talk about a lot of the people that are involved in it. And this doesn't even just, this isn't exclusive to music. This gets into like style and shit as well. But basically you talked about like, you know, uh, People like 21 and like Ian Connor and like different folks that have had sort of like controversies or things around them where like their behavior has been like questionable when in regards to women Mm -hmm. and like 
haven't really sort of suffered uh, any backlash in the way that you kind of see that happen in other instances and you didn't write it, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, but yeah. yeah, you speak about that a bit. Yeah, um, shout out to yeah. Brooklyn White because she did a phenomenal job on that article. But that we, um, she was spending the night at my house, and mm. we ran across that 21 Savage tweet, and I'm like, yo. So what would it say? And the tweet says something about basically he was saying something in the terms of like how he deserves for a female to fuck him. Yeah. Or whatever, and I'm it was, honestly, it was, a, it was a dumb thing. Yeah, and then and then what killed me? I mean, I guess this was like a day later, but then Key, like I don't think Key saw that article. She's gonna probably want to kick my ass when she does <laughs> sees it because I try to I try to send it to her to see it beforehand, like a week before that night. I sent it to you, Jamel, uh-huh. before like a week before I even published it. But um, I had to insert her tweets because she tried to defend it, and you know, she's a female. You know, it, it's who is this? Um, this is Twenty One Savage, and her but, but who's, his, the manager is Key. Um, okay. Yeah, her his manager. Ma- yeah, his, yeah. And she, I can't remember verbatim, but she definitely tried to defend it. Like, oh, it didn't sound that bad when he said it out loud in the car. But it's like, yo, okay, but out, outside of all that, where's the apology or something? Like, this it's just everybody just tries to go silent and let stuff sweep under the rug. Like, I know Twenty One probably doesn't really. He's not really rapey. I would hope he's not really rapey. I, I don't think he's really, that's his whole mm-hmm. angle. But like mm-hmm. the, the point is this new millennial. And of course, disclaimer, I know like the, this, this attitude towards women has been a thing in hip hop for ever, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's something about now. Like at least back then you could be talking about the lyrics, but like if somebody like and, and Chris Brown, you know, is a little different. I guess I get it. He's like a mainstream person, but if somebody else would have like beat somebody or, got accused of rape it would have been hell you know what i'm saying right. but now maybe because the artists aren't that big like they're big on the internet but they're not big mainstream wise it's it's easier to clean up but there's no accountability <clears throat> well and well, they are womanizers even aside from whatever it, cause do you even, think do you think that he actually is a, do you think that he, he you think he actually does those things or do no you no, no. Just, i don't i, I honestly don't, that, yeah i honestly don't think 21 savage does those kind of things but it was just the point of like oh we know this is like a cool bar or a cool lyric in a song or this is mentality it's cool because you know and but then the thing is too aside of whether or not he's about that or not like his hope like that's just one example of like a lot of no 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 yeah but like the fan base will find a way to defend it like Mm -hmm. nobody you know you'll get women or whatever attacking him or whatever but like like somebody was like twenty one rapey or whatever it was, like, mm-hmm. but um, but it just doesn't sound good. Like where's this apology? Like oh, you know I love my ladies. Like just a slick comment, something, a right. slick apology, you know. Right. But mm-hmm. there's just no accountability. And then that when that tweet went up, we were like, yo, why? Like you know. And then it, it got deleted, of course. But we were like, yo, why is this? This is like the last draw. Like what what is going on? And then you know, I don't even want to. I I mean, it was mentioned in the article, but it's really. Not even to focus more on like who's been accused of like um sexual abuse. It's the general tone. Yeah, it's right. a general tone, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's really right. the fan base. And like uh, even going not to go too back, but even going back on the hip hop um conversation as far as like the new generation, the old generation, and paying respect, they don't do that. Like they're just like, okay, I'm just too cool. I can do whatever I want, and it's not the case. Like it's like I have never seen women be degraded as they are now like as, as far as that scene like those you the, the youth like it's 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 cool and like even with ian connor like i don't even want to get into specifics of like the right, specifics right, of like right. if it's true or not but it's like yo like okay we know from what i hear you know maybe kanye is not messing with you no more but oh rocky i think did an interview with um hype beast or something yeah, and, yeah he was like you know they um all kind of going at it behind yeah. that like you know weird you know like i feel what you're saying because definitely. somebody yeah. at least i was just and it's 
it's not saying it's what fixed it, but for me personally, you have some other females that'll go hard and say whatever. All I'm looking for is like, okay, I messed up or I know it's wrong. Like, I don't care if it's a PR writing it. Like, is it the fact that I everybody feel, agrees? I feel you on it say being like, like, like a slick or, comment kind of just like, I love my ladies or something like that. Like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Cause that it's still, a, a you can still do it in your voice and in your way and have yeah. it still feel genuine. I but, feel what you're saying. But I think, I think. First of all, what we'll, what we'll do is we'll tweet out the link to mm-hmm. the story when this comes out. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, the uh, the link to this piece yeah. shall be on Matthew and I's Twitter mm-hmm. accounts. So check that out because um, it sounds like a great piece. Mm-hmm. But I think what needs to happen, the thing that's missing is like you know you're asking for like accountability, like account- accountability. How do you punish somebody for doing that? I don't know of a single endorsement that Twenty One Savage has. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ian Connor absolutely seemed to be kind of exiled and punished. I mean, but do you see how his fan base reacts? But and but like, you know what though? There there will. I, I'm saying the only thing I'm offering when when Rick Ross said the Molly line, mm-hmm. Rick Ross lost millions yeah. of dollars. Mm-hmm. Fact, mm-hmm. right? He made an apology. He right. tried to fix it, and That's he would example. and he will never promote something that ugly and heinous again. Right. I don't think Rick Ross is a rapist, but I do think he should have been punished to the extent that yeah. he was punished because it's about me. what you promote to your friends. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, these kids who would listen to 21 Savage and like believe in it, like if this is like a, not a hero of yours, but the way I listen kind to Andre of, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm a fan. I believe in not only the way he raps his talent, but I believe in what he stands for. I believe in all these things. If that's your guy, you disagree with them anyway. Period. You disagree with that kid. Yeah. So I would say, and this is just my two cents, but especially in Trump's America, don't let that shit get you too down. Because what we see now, the best thing, not the best thing, but what the internet does is it just gives those people, you just find out where everyone stands and where everyone is. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting when the way that the context that you put it in of like a, a generational thing, which is like, it's just so funny being like young and still seeing so much difference between other young people, essentially, which mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. Like, I definitely like feel you on the sense of like, maybe the, the there's just like a certain tone or a certain something that's just like kind of different. And like, or like a harshness in a way that's kind of yeah. different, you know? Um, it's funny because like, you know, uh, I don't know, like we definitely had like rappers say and do stupid shit. And I know the, the example that comes up often is Juvenile and like back that ass up and like that song. And it's like, that song is actually like the, like, it's really funny every time I see it because you'll see women be like, that song is actually extremely empowering. Like, that's yeah, like that him song being is like, a... girl, you look good. Would mm-hmm. you mind? Like, <laughs> girl, you got you know what I mean? Shit. Yeah. So it's like that, that was sort of like the root of that, like, you know, like being, allowing yourself to be like, like objectification isn't necessarily one way. Nelly, what, Nelly's you know what a good I mean? example. Like, yeah. The right, tip drill. Right, 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 right. Good. But maybe just cause like, I don't know. It's like if you're, if you're relevant now or if you're sort of like someone that people are following or talking about, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to break through certain uh, community standards of certain platforms. So it's like Nelly, we would have never known that that video existed if BET and Cut didn't exist because mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been on anything else and right. there was no internet for it to be on. 
You feel what right. I'm saying? Like right. you couldn't stream a video on the internet because the internet was too slow. Right. So now there's no barrier to entry for that yes. kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's really just all there. And if you never had anything else but that, if you never knew anything but the stream going this fast, then you don't really have a sense of where there's a line or where the, you know what I mean? Like, but even, you don't have, you don't have that sense of what's, this is PG 13 and this is NC 17. Yeah. If everything's just been NC 17 your whole life mm. of looking at shit, you know what I mean? Like, which is bugged. Which is, and and Tramiel's not defending what they're saying. I'm trying all. to understand it. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying I'll to hear, say it too. Cause yo, I fucking, you know, I have zero, like, I don't know. I'm not like, in any way, like conservative or anything like that, not saying in a political way, but just in general life about what people do, people do whatever they want. But like the fact that bad and bougie, just the first lyrics are literally like fucking on your big shit, dot, dot. And I'm like, it's still just going. And no one is like, mm-hmm. but not you know saying for my personal taste, I'm just saying, wow, that's crazy. That like mainstream is just, there's no censor bar on mainstream anymore. Basically, but, but you it's, know, but it's so much easier I, I agree with everything you just said. And I, I think the difference is, or the important thing, the important, um, thing to, to like the line to draw is when 21 Savage is on, on his Twitter and on his Snapchat and he's talking about shooting motherfuckers up and all like that misses me completely. Mm-hmm. And that's what was egregious when them, those kids rap, not all of them, obviously. But like when Migos rap, I'm like, yep, like that's a that's a different thing. That that is bringing whatever that is, but it's bring it's it's they're on a playing field that like okay, I can get behind that. Here's like, a, here's a like I fuck with that. But oh god, th- just just that's the that to me is the difference. Now that other stuff really matters. Here's a question, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of annoying a question question for Shabazz, but like as you know, you're like a young woman that's like working in the space, right? So outside of just like fandom or whatever, like what passes and what doesn't, what gets bleeped and what doesn't basically in, in a theoretical sense, does that tone or whatever like make your work weirder or harder or like, you know what I mean? How does that affect how you move within the space? I like, think, you know, it, like I'm 27 now mm-hmm. um, and I think it affects me a little bit because like when I've been doing a player's ball, like I've noticed that like, of course, it's definitely like male centric you know right. you have your little trap not, not just trap but you know you have your little girls that that come out whatever because they like the music mm-hmm. but like um what's the players ball the players ball is the series that i did the the migos and oh, all their, it's like the name yeah. of the show yeah it's okay. the name of the show and um so you know i've noticed that like you know i also used to work for saint haran so and I just have all these different elements of me mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends and I'm like, okay, well, this is a, a brass show that I know some of my older friends won't necessarily come to, mm-hmm. my, fem- my older female friends. So when I started, you know, I started paying attention. I'm like, you know, I don't want to look like I'm co-signing this, you know, or that's why I'm like, when I have this platform, right. I got to show that, you know, like, hey, you know, yeah, I am doing this for the culture right. or whatever, but right. it's like. And, and, and for your business. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because right. it's like, it's, it's a, it's a, it is a business, but right. it's like. Just know that I don't personally, you know, back this shit. Is there an artist that you will not work with because it's just too far across the line? Um, I was supposed to do Famous Dex um, Players Ball mm-hmm. um, or his first show. We were trying to arrange that, but it was shortly. Um, it was going to be around the time that he was caught on footage beating his girlfriend back. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, Famous right, Dex. Right, you know what? Right. Even, not even, the, um, but yeah, I, I've, 
promoted a show with him on it before. It was like a whole like concert for for three hundred. But I was so like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't do it right away, especially like a solo player's ball because I didn't want to get attacked. And nobody attacked me for even having his name in my email subject line. Like, thank God. But mm-hmm. um, even going back to you saying something um about um Rick Ross, I think the difference is because you know they're underground. Like you don't know who Famous Dex right, is. Right. But they There's got, no way to punish right, him. Yeah. Right. right but right. It, it is. I mean, I think he. I think he probably. I think he had a Puma thing in the works. Um, right, and got, so then he's not that underground. I'm saying like that is how people get punished. In yeah, those am- but it's a, it's it's really crazy with this whole millennial, like the consumers. You know, it's like yeah, it's like yo, about. like yeah. okay, the artists even it's if like they, brands have to do that because of course they have to do that. Yeah, as, as the kid, that's the fan. You ha- make the choice. Right. Of like, oh, I, I don't care. Like, I still like da 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 versus, you know, and it's just like, I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, seeing the, how the choice gets made. And I like, I tried to separate like the rapey and the, um, the rapey and the abuse stuff away from like just, you know, misogynist comments and stuff. And like, why do you do that? I think that's interesting. Because I, well, I, I try to, but it's really hard because, um, you know, a lot of these lyrics, these kids are just saying this to be cool. To be honest with you, and like right. that's like that's and that one thing. I am not like a I'm not a feminist. Like I I like girl power, or whatever, but I'm not as hard going as some of my peers are. You know, like they would never stand for some of this stuff. But like, um, because even going back to famous decks. So if you saw that footage, if you read the, when you see the article, you're gonna see the footage. Yeah, yeah. But like, you had another rapper named Ugly God that to try to come to his defense on why he possibly beat the girl. Nah. Yeah, right, he's like, right, oh, you don't. Right, he right, pissed right. her off. Crazy, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, like I'm right, saying, it's right, the, it's right. it's like it's one thing about the artist, like you know. You know you're in the forefront. You know maybe I want them to have a little bit of accountability, but they need to have the accountability because they don't understand how they're influencing their their crowd. Like, mm-hmm. Ian, like okay, again with Ian Connor is like people whether or not he's guilty or not. Like, do you think it's wrong? Like you have people right, right, talking right, about right. the girls. Right. Like they this and I don't care if some I'm not, I don't put it past that some of these girls lied about it. Like I'll be the female to say that. Like I don't I wouldn't you know I've heard stories. I'm not surprised right, if right, right. Ian finessed some girls to get in that situation. But maybe there is some girls that. To him and just lied, and, right. and then it was like a Bill Cosby situation where just names coming or whatever. Right. But you know, something happened, it yeah. was inappropriate. Who's gonna just take responsibility and say you're sorry? At least I don't think I've ever seen Ian say he was sorry for nothing because he ain't admitting to it. But right, right, right. it's like, come on, yeah, like yeah, that's, that's it. Like, because Rick Ross went through it and he that was perfect like he did go through it he was apologizing and everything same thing with Chris Brown but right. again it's mainstream so yeah 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 do you think do you think somebody like Ian I mean part of the part of the thing that I, I don't think these these like kids have and a lot of these people are talking about not that that makes any excuses at all and I don't know how old like famous Dex or whatever the fuck his name is but like <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't I can't I'm not picturing anyone because I've never heard of him but mm-hmm. a lot of what it you seems can picture like, it some skinny yeah. dreads. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't that, it ain't that no, rapper like, starting kid. Yeah, the starting kid. Yeah, yeah. But it Star feels kid. like <laughs> they don't know. And I know we got to wrap up soon, but it just uh, seems like they don't know how to. They don't have somebody that's like, hey, okay, you can't say this, you can't do this. Man, that's the thing, too. And this is what. It, mm. Yeah, right. Virgil, yo, Nick, yo, Virgil, um, not to cut you off, Virgil mm-hmm. supported something recent of Ian, and I saw Nikki, um, Nikki retweeted and was like, yo, when are you gonna like, y'all not, y'all still supporting this, but whatever? You also don't know what people talk about Wait, off, offline. Yeah, Jetnik, that's, yeah. That's my G. Yeah. But you also don't know what people talk about offline. 
So that's always mm-hmm. that's always the thing is that the if sometimes it feels like the digital world is the real world, but you never know right. how many conversations side to side. I'm sure before, when, when or how I'm that sure Rocky like, and them Yo, have man, set him down X Y Z blah 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 blah. So you never know that's that true. you never know that. But not not to take any credence away from your point because it also is whatever you endorse. You have to stand by in yeah, all in its pub- forms in, in public. Yeah. You know? So, but you never know how those conversations play out. It's really, you know, it's wild, and it's like that's tough. I give you like mad props for even Thank like you. you know, and that article went crazy. So many, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like people were definitely like, yeah, like somebody brought this up because it's definitely a real thing that people see or whatever. You know, um, before you dip, I feel like you know uh, we have we obviously have like a lot of different folks on the show or whatever, and like different like you know people that listen like maybe are like interested in the world, interested in space and shit. Like for you, like having done events in the way that you have, obviously your story just sort of coming up, like as a kid, you know what I mean? Like what's the, what's like something that you've learned about like doing events or doing the stuff that you do that you could not have anticipated going into it, you know, Hmm. like what's something that you got out of the experience? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, on like the production side, I'm learning how to utilize a staff and knowing that I can't right. do everything together. But also curation. Like I always, I'm I'm good at curating events for specific events. But mm-hmm. like again, even back to like being known for these little trap southern artists or whatever. But really knowing that I am like a hip hop head, I am a music head and whatever. So just kind of trying to broaden it up, learning how to like make something for everybody. Right, You're gonna right, see a lot right. of that this year. Word. Um, I'm really happy that I got to do all female bo- bad and bougie party for the Migos because oh, nice. you that know what I'm saying crazy. Yeah, I saw, yeah I saw that shit everywhere you know what I'm saying like I'm like okay well look instead of just having them perform in like you know up and down type club let's actually get some like real industry women in there for them um and even for my anniversary party the Gloisha party like you know really like t- paying attention to details or whatever like mm-hmm. just stepping it up like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people coming up under me um, that are trying to do events, um, just little, even little residencies and parties. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I really want to, you know, be the one you, you holler at when you want a certain crowd there and like a certain element. So, I mean, an all female bad and bougie party is so just. Can you throw us one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah right. Can up? we do an all female? <laughs> just for y'all. Like, that's just dope. Yo, hosted by Mag. He'll, he'll handle all yeah, that. Nah, yeah. you handle I'll all just, that. Yeah, I can't, I'll, I'll, I'll write, I'll write the that. email. I'll write the all, mm-hmm. email all like invite. And then, Actually, yeah. don't throw us. Yo, guys, Shabazz. Yo, thank you so much. Us. This was so awesome, man. You are a no, fucking uh, stand-up gal, man. And yeah, much props for all the shit that you've done. And we're looking forward to see what you do next. Thank you. Uh, Thank yeah. you for having me. Peace. All right, guys. Bye, see you everybody. next week. Richmond, the Elevated Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the host 